What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Sports Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay. And on the other side is one of the loveliest voices in all of high school athletics, Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, what's up? Oh, oh, it just keeps getting better. You know, I'm telling you. Uh, The introduction. Yeah, it's great. It's a lovely day. Well, I don't know. It's cloudy here. I don't know how it is down in your end. It is cloudy. And you're in it. Yeah, it's... um, it's been kind of that way all weekend, uh, but you know we what? Got, it's a uh, it's a good time to talk baseball. So we got dumped on with rain down here. Uh, Actually, yeah, we did too. Um, Sunday morning, man, it sitting in church, and all of a sudden it's coming a uh, a flood outside. So yeah, I mean we we have too. We've gotten it, uh, gotten our fair share of. You know, we went what I think three weeks or four weeks without any rain, and then all of a sudden here it is. So well, that's okay though. That's all I right. think um, so. My wife has some friends over in Floyd County, and then the county above Floyd County is, is, is Tuca County, and they got within like four or five hours they got thirteen inches of rain. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. Um, you know, one day last week I think we got like uh, like an inch, uh, yeah. and and we're talking like twenty minutes. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been crazy, um, but. Um, you know, the unfortunate, I'm not sure if it's unfortunate or fortunate, is my yard is still green. Yeah. Um, and so at this time of the year, it's supposed to be dead, isn't it? Or something? I mean, it's <laughs> September, September, right? Yeah, it's getting close to that time of year. I, I don't want to have to be still mowing it at Christmas, okay? Because <laughs> then with all my Christmas lights, it would be very confusing having to pick up all the cords all over again, you oh, know, yeah. just to mow. So, that was, that was yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. speaking of things that are uh, green and lush, that Braves, yes. the Braves are on a streak again. Yes, uh, yes, it's really good. You know, it's um, it's it's crazy where where we've come, even within the last, I would say, little over a month. You know, was it the towards the end of July we got to within a half a game, uh, and then we were getting ready to have that big series. That five game set with the uh, Mets and and it went just terrible. Right. Uh, and then the the lead I think got back up to seven games for the Mets. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it has turned uh, itself around to where and I'm telling you it has slowly and methodically worked its way down to where it's one and and even the Nationals who I did not think would put up much of a fight. I didn't either. Uh, this this past weekend winning two out of three, going seven to one, I believe, in both games, including one of those beating Scherzer, who ended up leaving early because of uh, some, uh, you know, in his left side, he was having some, uh, some, some pains, which is what has caused his problem, what he, what he, I think, went out with originally. And so they ended up winning, you know, the Nationals ended up winning two out of three. And, and of course, the Braves winning, almost blowing it, though, Saturday night which is what we'll talk about in a little bit, but, you know, end up winning all of those games. And lo and behold, now it's one game. It's one game out. And the, the Mets did not play on Monday because of a rain out. And now they're going to end up playing two on Wednesday. So uh, even though they got a day off, they still are coming up, going to have to play two games in one day, which can certainly present itself with a whole new set of challenges, especially this late in the year. So, right. Um, you know, it, it's it's good right now. The everybody seems to be clicking. Everybody seems to be playing well, and 
and uh, you know, even Bryce Elder getting a spot start, which we'll talk about that. I mean, unfortunately, didn't get the win, and I don't think got the win the last time. Maybe he got out because of a uh, of what happened, but you know, unfortunately, didn't get the win, but but pitched great in a spot start, and and uh, you know, uh, maybe himself for his own confidence sake, uh, turning it around a little bit to where he could be a guy that could fill in a guy that could fit in a rotational spot or, or something uh, because I, I, I get the feeling that there, there's this may not be the last time that we need somebody to fill in down the stretch. And uh, he certainly pitched him and, and, you know, had a one nothing game. So it wasn't like it was a seven nothing game. It was very stressful. So, uh, but, but right now just rolling along and, uh, but we continue to troll the Mets though, which kind of bothers me, you know, we're playing, Edwin Diaz's song and and the, the the group that you know came up with that song that he walks into when he when he's closing the game said they only want it for Edwin Diaz and that's right. it and we continue to play it and play it and play it so it's either funny or I don't know I I, I just wish we'd lay off some of that stuff but it seems to be working so far so let's leave it alone <laughs> I guess well I I think it's kind of funny uh it's just my opinion I think it's I don't know. I think it is, and and you're right. I I think it is funny. I I think, you know, we've talked about the the pressure, and I've talked about the pressure all year of what you you can do, and and of course, you know, July pressure now September pressure. July right. pressure is a little different than September pressure. You know, July you still got two months left of the season. You've got, right. you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty games left. So it's like okay, you you got to within a half a game. All right we got 60 games still left, you know, so we pushed it back up to seven. And now again, they slowly and methodically worked their way down to one game. And it's like, okay, now they're one game and it's September. You know, are the Mets going to miss the playoffs now? Unless they just absolutely fall off the face of the earth, neither the Braves or the Mets are going to miss the playoffs. No. Uh, It's all right now a battle of who is going to go in being that one, two team, you know, is it going to be the Mets? and they get the the first round off like the Dodgers do, or is it going to be the Braves and they get the first round off? You know, right now if I'm the Dodgers, the Dodgers have hit a little bit of a bump in the road. I'm not sure who I want to play, you know, because they've had a great year all year, but yet the Braves, to be honest with you, have had their number. Uh, they should have, the last series that they played with the Dodgers, should have swept them. Uh, lost two out of three, but should have swept. Yeah. Uh, the Mets, the Mets, when they last played the Dodgers, you know, you'd have thought, okay, the Mets and the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are on a roll, and the Mets took two out of three from them. So right now, if I'm the Dodgers, I'm a little worried about who I get to play anyway to begin with. They're going to get, you know, probably either the, the Cardinals or, you know, the Phillies Padres, somebody in there. And, you know, that's a rivalry too as, as well. And, and uh, so – uh, Giants a little bit on a roll right now too, and that's a team we have to play coming up this weekend when we go out west. So I don't know who I want to play right now if I'm if I'm the Dodgers, but I know right now between the Braves, Mets, um, boy, it's going to be. I, I think you want to get that that uh, series off. I think you want to get that first series off so oh, you I can would. set up your so you can set up your pitching staff. Uh, but if I have to play, uh, I guess we're okay because. You know, the pitching seems to be pretty good regardless of what, where, when, or how we use the rotation. If we, if the Braves do have to play, 
I would like to see the Braves stay hot. You know, I'd like yeah. to see it. If they're cold, I would like, you know, I'd like uh, a break to refresh and get yeah. back to normal. Yeah. The well, Braves are and, right now, and I, I want to see them keep their work. Yeah, and that's the thing about uh, the Mets having that day off yesterday. yesterday. Even It's the Pirates. I get it. It's the Pirates. They're, you know, what you're going to see right now from some of these teams, you know, like Pittsburgh is probably going to be calling up all their guys, you know, to see what they're going to have for next year. So uh, you're you're not really going to see um, – what are you going to see out of the Pirates? Boy, you could see, uh, you know, for the Mets, uh, you could see these guys who are really hungry coming up and really want to get some playing time and are really just – uh, outstandingly great, you know, to where to where you as a as a Met, you know, just want to have an easy time against the Pirates, um, and 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 against same way for the Braves, you know, you've got going up against the A's, um, and you've got guys coming up, uh, you know, one in particular that you're really going to love to see for this next, you know, and hear about for this next couple of games, you know, oh, yeah. the catcher guy, you know, you, you got guys coming up who are going to be hungry, uh, you know, they've got a pitcher. Uh, even this this week, this uh, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, which is a day game, and you know how I feel about day games. Um, they've got a pitcher, you know, who's zero zero, but a one point nine three ERA. You know, you got guys like that who who they call up and they want to try to earn their starting spot. So it's not going to be easy for anybody. And it's never easy anyway to begin with. But uh, you know, it's it's different. You're not playing teams in your division. Um, you're not, you know. You still got games with the Phillies. Uh, you still got games with the Mets coming up. You know, you got games with the Mariners, and the Mariners are right in the thick of a playoff race. So, right. you know, it's going to be even a different feel when you go up there. So, anyway, it's just it's different now. It's different down the stretch uh, with teams that you're playing like the Mariners, and and you still got the Phillies, and you still got you know the Braves. You know, the Phillies are are still right there in the mix of it for that wild card spot for that second or third wild card spot. And it looks like they've got a pretty good hold over that right mm-hmm. now between the Padres and the Phillies. So, you know, the, the Brewers have kind of faltered a little bit uh, and, and are really kind of out of it. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm like you. I'd rather there, – there's two schools of thought. One, you want the week – you want that first series off to be able to get your pitching staff ready. But then if you're hot, you want to keep playing. Right. Um, because momentum is everything, and I think that's what maybe the Braves have right now is that momentum, uh, and and they're just, you know, it doesn't matter who they're playing, and I think that's the way it went last year for the World Series. It didn't matter who they were playing; they were going to um, they were going to go out and just pound the ball and win anyway to begin with. Yeah. So Nationals, the Nationals, you know, nineteen in two thousand nineteen, who thought the Nationals would have gone on to win hey, the World Series? Exactly. I mean, they, they had so much momentum going in that it did not matter who they played. They could have played the Babe Ruth Yankees, okay, well, and it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, they would have gone right out there and just mowed right over them. So that's the strange thing about momentum, right? Speaking of former Braves, yes, one could help us out, help the Braves out here in this Pirate series. Yes, yes. Bryce Wilson was supposed to pitch yesterday against the Mets. Ah, that, um, well, and they got he, out. So hopefully, he'll help. He'll help the Braves out this, this yeah. week. he should get to play. He should get that start, you know, because that doubleheader uh, comes up on on Wednesday. So they're going to play a double, which I'm kind of surprised at. But then again, I'm not 
just from the standpoint of every game matters. Right. Um, if I think if the Mets or even if the if the Mets were out of it or if the Mets were like 25, you know, even 12, 15 games up, that they probably wouldn't play the doubleheader. Um, but every game matters. Right. So certainly the Braves are going to turn around and say, you need to play those games. Uh, not only for the fact they could gain a game or a half game or however that's going to work, but, you know, you could lose a game too. But, uh, you know, you still got to go take care of your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that is two games against the A's, and then let's figure it out from there. So, uh, you know, potentially going into this series with the Mariners, uh, <clears throat> lots of things could change. Uh, but, you know, you certainly still like to keep that momentum going in against the series. Uh, with the Mariners, and you would like to see your former kid, you know, your your former, um, you know, minor league star uh, pitch well against the team uh, that you don't really like right now. Exactly. Um, we'll get into the Oakland series, and I'll, I'll talk more about that at the end, toward the end of the show. But yep. let's go ahead and dive into uh, this past series with the the Marlins. Yeah. Friday night, Mort was on the mound, and you were thinking, oh, Sandy Alcantara is going to be a one nothing game. It's going to be a struggle. Oh, yes. The Braves exploded. Yeah, they did. Uh, they they exploded for four runs in the fourth. Uh, you know, they had um, they had uh, a run in the third, or the Marlins did. And then all of a sudden, uh, cha-ching, it all just lit up like no other. Uh, four runs in the fourth. Uh, I got into this game a little bit late. Uh, because we were out running around. It was it was homecoming at um, uh, one of the schools here, Callaway County. My son dates a, a senior from Callaway County, so they went to homecoming. And so I kind of got into this late because, you know, you got to go take pictures, mm-hmm. by the way, all that kind of stuff. So I got into this game late, but uh, I was just kind of listening to it off and on and, and uh, you know, was, was um, definitely glad to see. You know, they were down one nothing, and all of a sudden – that fourth inning hit, and I was thinking, oh, man, they're not going to get any run down. I think, what, Darno hit a homer, I think. And then it just all exploded after that. Harris had – I think Harris had a big, you know, big hits as well. So, so yeah, good game. You know, Darno had three RBIs. Harris had two RBIs. Vaughn Grissom had two RBIs. Uh, you know, even Marcel Ozuna has been getting some playing time lately because Robbie Grossman has been struggling a bit, uh, had a couple of hits as well. Acuna back in the lineup had a couple of hits, so so yeah, Austin Riley got back, you know, got his home run swing back as well. So uh, all good stuff, and the bullpen uh, finished her out. Um, Chavez, oh by the way, Jesse Chavez, yeah, was he back got- was back. So uh, he pitched uh, an inning, uh, gave up a walk, but he also struck a guy out, and then Iglesias figured, fixed, uh, you know, finished it up with two strikeouts himself. So uh, you know, Iglesias. We'll talk about that in a second, maybe getting a little bit more in time uh, at least. But had a, they cruise on to an 8-1 win and, uh, you know, 11 hits. And you're right, with Alcantara, you know, I was thinking, oh, you know, we talked about this Friday anyway to begin with, that Sandy Alcantara is pitching, and they really struggled against him to begin with. But um, they figured him out and yeah. uh, chased, him, chased him out. And, and uh, maybe uh, it was just because – you know, he's obviously uh, down the stretch, uh, not been pitching uh, maybe as great, but goodness gracious, he was he was just on, on fire. Uh, they just were on fire against him, and, 
and uh, got it uh, to where they went eight to one and and uh, move on into Saturday night. Um, was this the game that Marcelo Zuna hit a home run? Uh, no, that was uh, when was that? Uh, Sunday was that game. Okay, get a home run Sunday. I'm yeah, because I was up. I was a little. Yeah, I was a little concerned at that point, and we'll talk about that in a minute. You know, it's one nothing. I was thinking, oh no, one nothing. You know, it, I don't, I don't like these one nothing games anyway. And then he hit the homer, and makes it two nothing. I'm like, okay, that's even better. But, uh, but yeah, uh, he hit the homer on Sunday, but did have two hits, which is good. But, um, you know, don't know how much playing time he's going to get if Grossman continues to struggle. Then obviously Ozuna is going to get more playing time, but. Um, who knows when Ozzy comes back, um, what they're going to do. Will Vaughn Grissom uh, move out to left field uh, right. to give it a shot? So I know they've been uh, trying to work out Grissom and work out uh, even Travis Dart, not Travis Dart, no, even um, Contreras. Contreras out there. Yeah, so um, I don't, who knows? But, but you know, even that, Ozzy and, and uh, Soroka look like uh, on the fast track headed back to the majors very quickly. Um, I know Ozzy is. Uh, they're yes. still working on Soroka. Yeah, he's still got I, – I think he's still got some more starts, uh, you know, because, again, yes, could we use Mike Soroka? Could we use him uh, with a spot start here or there? Uh, yes, we could, but we really use him next year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I still want him to be strong for next year, but certainly as far as the conscience goes, um, you know, he certainly is having – a very good uh, minor league rehab stint. Right. Um, I mean, he's coming off of two Achilles tears. Uh, then he got hit in the leg with a ball. So yeah. that kind of slowed him down a little bit too. But uh, I believe the other night in Gwinnett, both him and Ozzy were, were in the lineup and he went four innings, I think, of uh, of uh, minimal hits. And Ozzy, you know, got him a couple of hits. So, uh, yeah, it looks right. like Ozzy – Ozzy's headed back quickly. I wouldn't be surprised if Ozzy's not back. Um, maybe either – I'd say either by this next weekend or maybe the next. Um, so, just get him back in there to get him ready for postseason. I'd say when they get back home, the Braves get back yeah. home. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. It would be the smart move. Forget the weekend, you know, the, the series out west. Uh, keep him – get him some at-bats at Gwinnett. And uh, then activate him. Absolutely. Um. So, out of all the offensive explosion, who who do you, who, who stood out to you offensively from this game? I want to go Darno just because two home runs. He got kind of the hit. He got the run parade started. Um, had three RBIs. That's my that's my guy for Friday night. Now I'm, I'm going to admit something to you, Braves fans. I wasn't. I didn't listen to much of this game. Um, I'm a high school sports nerd, and um. Yeah, I was watching high school football down here in Georgia. Like this is yeah. Well, you know, ironically enough, we played Tuesday, we played Thursday night last week, right. so I actually had Friday night off, and and that was weird, by the way. So uh, I had Friday <laughs> night off, so so I was able to uh, you know at least uh, you know watch. Uh, well, actually, I didn't watch. So I watched a little. It was on Apple TV. I'm not even sure I turned it on. I listened. I I watched on the app and listened to it. That's what I oh, did. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, yeah, it was on Apple TV. Yeah. Um, so this is a rough time of season for me because I'm like trying to split my attention between high school football and right. Yeah. Well, yeah, me too. Because uh, Friday nights are 
uh, are, are a little rough as well. Um, you know, it's well documented from the, the fact that on a, um, you know, the Friday night that the World Series games or playoff games are played, I'm having to watch it on TV plus watch the football game that I'm actually working. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that's kind of an, an odd thing, but, it, you know, it worked out. So uh, anyway, it's um, it, it was a it's a fun thing. Yeah. So trying to keep up with it, at least, um, you know, you've got my partner who's a big uh, St. Louis fan as well. So. So he's keeping up with that end of it, and and uh, so yeah, it's it's a it's a fun time of the year, fun time of the year though. And then switching to Saturday, it's Georgia, and then it's Murray State. So I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. Hey, by the way, um, Georgia, you know, you know everybody thinks Oregon's you know that vaunted offense that they have. You know, they play in the Pac-10 or Pac-12, whatever you want to call it. They play they play out west where they don't really know how to play football out West, to be honest no. with you. And so welcome to SEC football. You know, yeah. uh, it's like um, we're the big boys and you're just, you know, little bitty uh, green. Uh, yes, you've got some great backing from Nike, but do you really know how to play football? No, you don't. And Georgia just stomped all over them, yes. which I thought was funny, you know, because – uh, and, you know, it helps when you, you're not Bo Nix throwing the ball to the other team. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but he did that a lot at Auburn, too, so it's okay. Right, right. But welcome to SEC football. And there's a reason why everybody wants to go to the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, there's money. But second, the, 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 the depth of football is so much different than everybody else. I mean – it is not even funny. I know you're going to say, well, there have been some national championship games where, where you know, that the, the, the Clemsons of the world have beaten the Alabamas, but it doesn't happen very much. No. You know? And know. everybody last year wanted to see Alabama and Georgia. Nobody wanted to see Georgia and somebody else who plays football, which we don't care about. Everybody wanted to see those two going at it because they know how to play football. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's like a it's like a college team. It's like an NFL team. I mean, that's that's what it is. You walk in, it's like, oh my gosh, they're they're you know fifty pounds bigger than we are, and they're like two feet taller than we are. You know, we're the we're the small kids coming in. You know, we're like the middle school team coming in playing yeah. playing the college team. So yeah, I, I it's think funny. Dan. I know we're getting on a football topic. Sorry, guys. Uh, sure, we are. But I think Dan Lanning could turn that around. I think he's got a good enough coaching sense to turn that program around. I do too. I, I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's going to be a while. You know, obviously, uh, let's not throw the ball to the other team. Uh, no. That would be one thing that uh, would would do it. You obviously cut down on your turnovers, but but uh, you know, there's there's a style of football they play in the Pac-12, and it's just different than than the SEC. It's and if he could bring a little bit of the SEC flair to the Pac, Pac-12 or whatever they call it, however many teams they got there, you know, it could be different for them. You know, because most of their teams, you know, like your USC's moving out, uh, you know. Uh, so, yeah, your UCLA, whoever's moving both, out. Both of you them. Know, yeah, so everybody's moving out. But, but to be a good team, you need to model yourself after an SEC team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care who it is. But you need to model yourself after an SEC team, and you need to quit playing. Yeah, I know you got to play teams in your own conference, but you're going to need to play other teams. 
But right. the other thing about the other thing about the loss is you you would rather lose early. So yes, you lost your first game of the year. Yes, you lost to Georgia. Okay, your strength of schedule is already at an all-time high because you played Georgia, who's probably going to be in it around number one, number two, number three anyway. To I don't know who number who's number one's Bama, but shouldn't number two like be Georgia? And I think they are, but. Um, it was know, Ohio think, State, then Georgia, then Clemson. I think Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Why is even Ohio State even considered number two? But um, anyway, uh, you know, you're going to have Georgia as strength of schedule. That's going to be huge. So yeah. lose early, lose early, get it back. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's all you got to do. Sorry, we digress, right? I mean, if you're a Braves fan, more than likely you like Georgia. So hopefully. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the SEC is all I can yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, you know, watching, keeping it with Murray State, keeping, well, that was, right. that was, that was expected, but you know. Right. Yeah. Yes, so it was. I caught, I caught the last inning of the Braves game and it, it was a drama. It was drama. Oh gosh. One nothing. One Bryce yeah. Elder. I, I I could imagine he pitched really well. Um, he did, yeah. No, or no runs. Yeah. And then Jansen, you know, I'm like, oh, it's one nothing. Oh, we got this. The Braves got this. Yeah. Yeah. Gives it a rough run. I was like, ah, here we go. And then yeah. I start listening to the bottom of the night, and I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. He's not gonna. This guy's not gonna walk. Yeah. He walks in the running run. Yeah. I was like, okay. I know. Well, it got to, what, second and third with one out, I think? Yeah. yeah. Second and third, one out. Harris, I think, had just come up, knocked it to second and third. Um, so, I I didn't watch this game. I was catching up with it on the app, um, and so I didn't watch the game. I was in the movies, by the way. So, my son and I went to see Spider-Man again because it came back out. So, uh, we went to see it again. And so, we were sitting there, and I'm keeping up with the game. Uh, and, and it just so happened the movie was uh, about to end, and Jansen blew the save. And I said, dang, Kenley Jansen. You know, and, and so then right at, the, right at the credits were rolling, that's when the Braves started rolling again, you know. And, and so uh, Harris comes up, I think, gets a double uh, with Contreras on base. I believe there was already one out. Olsen had already gotten out. And then um, they, they intentionally walked Vaughn Grissom um, and, and – Pitch to um, was it? Uh, and then Darno gets and then Darno lines out, um, and so they they come up. Grossman comes up, and lo and behold, they um, you know they end up walking in Gross walking Grossman because uh, and I, I was I was like oh you know because Jansen did that last Sunday mm-hmm. Sunday before last I should say walked or Wednesday whenever it was you know, walked in the winning run. Uh, and so I was like, okay, great. Now we're going to hopefully so it went 3-1. And I'm thinking, oh, and then all of a sudden it goes final. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, they win the game on a walk-off. So I don't know. <laughs> Kenley Jansen, yeah. You know, Kenley <laughs> Jansen, we've talked about it before. You know, he's blown six saves. That's the most that he's blown in a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was reading a story on him uh, this past week. And he says that it seems to be his mechanics are messed up, which, yes, I get that. I understand that. As a pitcher, that's normally what you can, you know, attribute it to. 
you know, it's release point. It's lots of other, it's just lots of things. And it appears, you know, he's saying his mechanics are messed up and, and uh, yes, I get it. Uh, you know, they were talking about it, I believe Sunday uh, and, and how, you know, or actually in this article, you know, how your, your, um, you know, your ball comes out flat, you know, there's no cutting on it. Like, you know, he doesn't throw the ball a uh, hundred miles an hour. You know, he throws the ball 94-95, but he gets away with the cutter, which is what Mariano Rivera made his living off of. Um, right. But, you know, there's a reason he does all of that herky-jerky mess, you know, before he goes into his windup, and that is because he wants to make sure he gets those hips moving. And so now you've got a mechanic issue, and it's, uh, you know, are you not stepping far enough? Where are you? Where's the arm when you release the ball? You know, things like that. So, it's been a struggle, and I, I don't know if, if to be honest with you, if I want to see him out there for the ninth inning, uh, especially if he starts getting in trouble. And, you know, they did have, I believe, um, an, an umpire got injured or something, and so uh, they they went out and changed, you know, changed pitchers, and Matic comes in, gets the win, and just threw one pitch. Uh, so that's a whale of an inning. But, I, I you know, I'm right now. I'm thinking Iglesias has got to be that guy for the ninth. I would, um, I'd like that. Yeah, and although Kirby Yates has pitched well, um, you know, I still think he's he's coming back uh, in his recovery. But I, I I would like to see Iglesias out there in the ninth and not um, not Jansen, unless you're going to pitch Jansen. You know, if you're pitching him every 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 other day. Then I'm okay with that. Right. I, I think not back to back days, especially. But I think right now you almost got to look at Glacius a little bit more uh, because you these are so important games that you can't blow them. Right. And that game. That game. You knew the Mets had lost already, and that game was one that you needed to gain back. And if you you know you look back even on that last Saturday when he blew that that save he walked him in, you know, right now, to be honest with you, we'd be tied if he hadn't blown save number five. Yep. We'd be tied with the Mets. So, uh, it, you know, at, at this point of the year is when you've got to be pitching at your best. And right now he's not. And it's sad for Bryce Elder, who pitched six innings, you know, two hits, two walks. He struck out six in a one nothing game that he had. Uh, you know, he pitched great. Yeah. Um, you know, Mentor, Iglesias came in, uh, and then uh, Matic finished it up from Jansen. So, uh, pitched great, uh, and he didn't get the win. So, uh, that's the sad part. And, and, you know, Charlie Morton's been on that end of it, too, and some blown saves. So, uh, you know, we got to get this figured out. But luckily, they got it figured out, at least as far as from the offensive side of things went, and finished the game 2-1. to one. Um. <laughs> Stood out to who was your player of the game this time? Because I I got oh, I'm gonna, I got one in mind, but I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, Michael Harris. Okay. Uh, just because he had two hits, but I also will throw the one one A in there, Bryce Elder. Um, because again, he he had another great performance. I believe this is back to back performances where he's he's had to go in there in a spot start and pitch very well. Um. So, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll take I – could, I could go with Bryce Elder as well. 
Um, speaking of his spot start, what's up with uh, Odorizzi? I, I didn't hear that. Um, had some arm um, arm soreness. Okay. Um, kind of, you know, they almost classify that as that dead arm type thing, you know. So, uh, going to skip a start, uh, but should be back for his next start. Okay. Uh, you know, it's actually, you know, you're very fortunate around this time, which is a shocker because, you know, John, they, they're off. They were off Monday, which was right. a scheduled day off. They've only got two games uh, with the with the A's, and then they travel up to Seattle, but they're off on Thursday. So he's got a little more time to rest, um, you know, and, and, and get, you know, some of that feeling back, I guess, and, and make sure everything's okay. So, you know, he's going to be uh, going to go maybe a, an extra day or two in between starts, which uh, should help help out you know Kyle Wright's going to open up um on uh Tuesday or tonight I should say whatever he's going to open up against the A's but Odorizzi should be able to go his next start at least that's what Snicker says if not hey you know you're looking you got Bryce Elder there to to go in there and that you know that that's a good thing that's a good thing um so Max Reed does Max Reed things on Sunday yeah, Max Max Freed. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pitching guy. You know that Max Freed. Yeah, guy. he can pitch pretty good. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, as you mentioned about Rain, you know he went five innings and um, didn't. I'm trying to look. I don't think gave up a hit. Um, yeah, he didn't give up a hit in five innings. Struck out six guys in five innings. And you're gonna say, why didn't he go anymore? Well, because it rained. Yep. Um, and so it kind of took that out. But you know what? That, that's okay because. Even though he went five innings, um, you know, Chavez came in and went two. Uh, McHugh went one. Kirby Yates f- finished it up and did well. Um, so, he, you know, innings, first of all, pitch counts. Uh, he didn't throw a huge amount. And, and that's, a, you know, this time of year, you don't want to be throwing a huge amount because you've already thrown a huge amount. So, getting him out after five, I was okay with. The only thing I hated was he had a no-hitter going. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the sad thing. And and Max has been pitching great of late, but yeah, doing every doing the same things that Max always does, and that is another great game uh, for him. And he was getting the run support. He already had two runs, um, you know, after the fourth. So he pitched the fifth. They went to the um, hour hour and a half rain delay or whatever it was. Uh, got back out there, you know, in the in the bottom of the fifth didn't score any, but in the sixth they scored two, and in the eighth they scored three. So they finished up seven to one. So uh, you know, a, a, another good game and, and picked up another game on the match, you know, which is where we're at right now with uh, only, um, you know, one game separating the top spot. I, 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 I'm impressed with Freed, as always. Um, always. I mean, just but, another fantastic game. All right, Alex Anthopoulos, please don't ever trade Jesse Chavez again. I think he, ah! I think his suitcase needs a break. You know, they were talking about that and how how he had gone to um, how how he had gone to uh, the Angels, how he'd gone to the Cubs, and he not pitched well. And it was one of those where you know not only the Braves needed Jesse Chavez, but Jesse Chavez needed the Braves. I think so. Um, so you know, and just being in the mixed. Um, um, being in the mix of a pennant race, uh, the pressure, uh, you know, ask Luke Jackson, you know, he said, 
two years ago, how he struggled without having any fans there. Uh, you know, it just didn't fit him well, and, and he pitched great last year. Well, well, maybe it's Jesse Chavez being in the middle of a pennant race uh, and having that pressure, knowing when he goes out there that everything's on the line. And, and uh, hey, I mean, he's an innings eater. Uh, you know, he pitched two innings uh, on, on Sunday. He came out, and he was smoking the ball immediately doing the Jesse Chavez, you know, things that Jesse Chavez does. He struck out three guys in two innings. But it was like he went to work really quickly. Um, right. And he, you know, he is not, he is the opposite of the human rain delay. You know, I would say, you know, they, they, they say, um, you know, if you, you know, guys that pitch really slow are like a human rain delay. Well, Chavez is the opposite. You know, if you wanted somebody, let's say you knew rain was coming and you needed somebody to finish up the game really quickly and you had three innings left, and you was like, okay, Jesse, we need you to – let's go. We don't want to come back out here. Let's go. He would go out and maybe throw 20 pitches and finish three innings in probably five minutes, you know. I mean, because he is so – he's almost like, I don't need warm-up. Let's just go, guys. Right. But that is an offensive – that is a defensive player's dream pitcher right there. Right. Especially right. if your offense is hot. Because you want him to go out there and throw the ball and get the guys out and finish the game, okay? And finish the inning so you can get yourself back in and get yourself back batting again. And that's what Jesse Chavez does. He gets the ball, he steps on the rubber, he throws. You know, you may not, you may have to give him your signs really quickly because he's ready to go. And that's what I love about Jesse Chavez. And that's what he did on Sunday, too. Came out, pitched two innings, pitched them really quick, and boom, 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 games, you know, uh, he he's done his two innings of work and and uh, you know I'm I'm ready let's go to let's go to Oakland you know so yeah um so I'm gonna say Max Fried stood out to me in this game otherwise who stood up to you yeah you know I could go Michael Harris again just because he was three for four uh, you know he had two uh, two RBIs um, you know one run another good game uh, Matt Olson three walks. Uh, in the game was good, but yeah, I could say Max and, and Michael Harris would be the two guys, and and um, you know, good. I mean, good to see Ozuna had a home run, which was good, and two at bat. So uh, that that's good to see. I I still think there's a place for Ozuna. I don't know how much, um, but I, I still think there's a lot of work from Marcel Ozuna to get back. To be honest with you. Um, now was this the game? I know Michael Harris had a, a did he have a, a two run shot in this game? Or was this like- um, yeah, I may, yeah, I think, I, yeah, I don't remember. I, I was in and out after, um, after the rain delay. Okay. Uh, so, um, I was doing other stuff, but I think you're right because he did have three RBIs or two RBIs in the game, three for four. So yeah, I think, I think you're right. I know the weekend he did have one, so he just continues hitting the ball, John. I mean, he continues hitting the ball wherever against lefties, um, you know, I think they even brought in a lefty on on uh, Sunday trying to get him out. He just hit the ball. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. So, um, you know, continues having a fantastic rookie season. And, and uh, they were even talking about, you know, who's your rookie of the year. And it's probably going to be Michael Harris, uh, even though Spencer Strider, who, um, who will be going, uh, you know, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, so, hopefully uh, another fantastic outing from him. But, 
but Michael Harris playing every day probably is going to be your rookie of the year. All right, so this brings me to my next point. All right, for you, if you were to, if you were voting on rookie of the year, would it be Harris or would it be Strider? Well, it'd probably be Harris just because he plays every day. But I hate for a pitcher not to. You know, they were talking about it. Should you have um, a uh, a rookie pitcher of the year and a um, uh, a rookie offensive player of the year? And you know, I I don't have a problem with it just because you know in the quote national um, NFL they I think they have a offensive player a rookie and a defensive rookie something like that. So yeah. uh, somewhere in there they. They have those. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Uh, I, you know, I still go back to, you know, and, and even they referenced that on Sunday. They, uh, Hideo Nomo and Chipper Jones. Mm-hmm. And Hideo Nomo, who was older and had been in the Japanese league for a long time, you know, comes to, uh, comes to the major leagues to pitch and wins the rookie of the year uh, when it probably should have went to Chipper Jones just because he played every day. So, you know, I think they're going to, you know, they're going to give you a play, everyday player rookie of the year faster than they'll give a pitcher a rookie of the year. I think that was just a an anomaly, um, you know, just like Fernando Mania was back in the 80s, Fernando Valenzuela. Um, so Nomo was kind of the same way, but, but I do believe Michael Harris is uh, well-deserving of that rookie of the year honor. Although I think Spencer Strider is too. But playing every day, I think, is going to get Michael Harris Rookie of the Year. All right. Another question. How likely do you think it is that Harris gets the Rookie of the Year? I think it's probably 99.9% likely. That's what I think. I like that. Um, uh, just because I, I know there's always that 0.01 or 0.1% that Strider could get it. Um you know, to finish up the year, Strider, I think, would probably have to get a no-hitter, um, you know, something something that's going to make him stand out other than he is striking guys out. And he's amongst the leaders in strikeouts, as a matter of fact. But yeah. I just think Harris playing every day, showing uh, – and especially shoring up the outfield defense, uh, you know, really um, uh, from what he's done, the time that he has played to now – I think is going to carry a lot more weight than, say, Spencer Strider, who started the year with the Braves, started right. out very well, but was just a, a relief pitcher and then converted to a starter, uh, got better and better. Yes, he had 16 strikeouts in his last game, but I, I just think playing every day is going to win that honor just because you are out there. Instead of every five days, you're out there all the time. Right. Uh, you know, you're out there every five – you're out there all five days. Right. I think that's just going to win it more than anything else. Although Strider's very deserving of it, but I just think playing every day is a bigger benefit. So, from one rookie of the year to a rookie that I wish had the shot to be a rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, the Braves are in Oakland. The Braves are in Oakland. As... Is there a catcher that we know there? Uh yeah, I got a picture. Uh, there's a picture in my in my drawer over here of a certain pit catcher that's in Oakland. Um, you know, I thought there was. I I wasn't. I wasn't for sure. I'm not sure we talked about that guy before. His autograph's oh. too. You know, his autograph's on the picture. You know, it's okay. yeah. <laughs> Jay Langoliers, yeah. guys. If you if you haven't heard the name, you better watch out. 
I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that pitching prospect that we, you know, get rid of for Matt Olson. But it's a return for Matt Olson. Uh, but uh, also going to see uh, Langoliers and see, um, you know, see how um, how he can do. Oakland um, had been in the midst of a four-game losing streak, uh, but they picked up a excuse me a win over the Orioles. On excuse me, we talk about bless you talk about people I get to sneeze. Uh, but um, you know, Oakland's four and eleven in interleague games this year. They're only twenty-two and forty-three at home. So you know they're. You know, you talk about the Mets playing the Pirates, who are probably the worst team, one of the worst teams in the National League. Well, you got the Braves playing the the A's, the mm-hmm. worst team in the American League. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and warn Michael Harris and all you, uh, all the Braves space Steelers. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Yeah. There's um. Yeah, there's you know there's a lot of space in Oakland too. By the way, you know foul territories. You know, very big and and uh, but um, you know, Kyle Wright's going tonight. He makes his 26th start, uh, which is um, which is good. He's averaging almost nine nine strikeouts a game. Uh, you know, 154 and two thirds innings pitched. Um, his last two starts, uh, 14 innings, seven hits, no runs, three walks, and 14 Ks. Uh, yep. So uh, good stuff. Uh, June seventh. Uh, pitched against Oakland. He went eight innings, gave up five hits, uh, or at least the last time they played Oakland. Eight innings, five hits, two earned runs, no base on balls, and seven Ks. Uh, so the other, the kid that's going for um, for Oakland is Irvin uh, and uh, Cole Irvin. He's seven eleven on the year, three point three five ERA. He makes his twenty fifth start. Um, did the Braves take the last time? Yeah, he did actually. Uh, he he pitched the same game that Wright did. Um, and he went five and a third. He gave up seven hits and two earned runs and one walk in six K. So, uh, but he's allowed five earned runs, five earned runs in three of his last four starts. Ooh. So, yeah, not uh, not good. But um, you know, Oakland again uh, beat a very good Baltimore team. who's kind of fallen here a little bit, but um, you know, Braves still lead the series this year two to nothing. So, hopefully, going to go away four and zero, oh, but. Uh, you know, let's not jump ahead. You still got to play the game. Uh, you know, this is not going to be one of those uh, easy times. Um, but Urban pitched good his last game. Right. Um, and so uh, he is a left-handed starter. Uh, so uh, the Braves are 29 and 13 and left-hand with left-handed start. So so Robbie Grossman will probably be in the lineup tonight because he does hit very well against lefty. So you'll see. Uh, you know, probably. Uh, Rosario will be out of there, and uh, we'll see if they still keep Ozuna at the DH uh, and play Grossman and Ozuna. I mean, I should say, I'm sorry, Acuna at the DH and play Grossman and Ozuna uh, because it is a left-handed bat. Uh, so we'll see what the lineup uh, yields for tonight. Um, and then Wednesday, that mustache guy. Yes. The fireball. He does. Yeah. Nine and four with a, a little over two ERA going up against a youngster in Waldachuk who's got no decisions uh, but a 1.93 ERA. So, uh, you know, that, that concerns me. But, um, you know, who knows? Um, who knows? Who knows? But, uh, you know, it is, uh, you know, you still got to go out and play the game. So, 
but Strider looking to come off that 16 strikeout game that he had, uh, looking to uh, looking to pitch well, and and hopefully he will. And it's going to be uh, warm in Oakland, but it's going to be warm as well, uh, you know, with Strider on the mound because it's going to be uh, heat's going to be coming at you. Hey, exactly. Um, and I, I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm ex- I'm I'm predicting two wins for the Braves and then a fun series in Seattle. But we'll yeah. talk before then. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's about all I had for the show. You got anything else? I'm not, I'm good. Uh, just uh, let's let's get some wins and let's go to Seattle. Yeah, exactly. We won't be sleepless in Seattle, will we? No kidding. No. Well, we may because they're late at night. You know, John. We, Later for you than me. You will be sleeping. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But the Braves aren't sleeping on the, the... That's right, that's right. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. You guys listening to our rambling show, sorry for the <laughs> talk, you know, but hey, you're in the South. It's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for uh, subscribing wherever you get your podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever and whatever platforms that I don't know about. I'm, I'm sure there are some. Um, you can follow the show at Ethos Braves. You can follow me at on Twitter at Ethos Braves. You can follow me at Mot, uh, F3 Motley Crew and uh, on Twitter. And you can also follow us on Facebook. I'm just John Robert McCabe. And Jeremy? I'm just Jeremy Bell. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as always, guys, thanks for listening, and go Braves. Go Braves.